Welcome to Groundbreakers, hosted by 4constructionpros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. This is technology writer Gigi Wood, and in this episode, I'll be talking with Dave Burns, Vice President of Project Delivery and Emerging Tech at McCarthy Building Companies, about digital twins and how they work in the construction industry. Hi, Dave. Welcome. Hey, Gigi. How's it going? Going great. It's great to have you here today. Great to be here. So let's dive in and and let's start um, with talking about how digital twins are used in construction. Yeah, so uh, it's uh, start talking about how uh, digital twins are used and and what immediately comes to mind for me is, you know, uh, definitions of what digital twins are um, or even why. Uh, digital twins exist. And so I always like to start with the why, because then you can kind of back into to what those things are. I think that uh, out there in the industry, there's a lot of uh, conversation uh, and debate about what a digital twin is uh, and how one might be implemented uh, either by a facility owner, a construction company. So I like to start with the why. And so for, for me, I think what, what we've observed uh, within, within McCarthy and working with our clients, uh, in part, it's a lot about uh, better communication and coordination. Communication and coordination is pretty important when it comes to talking about the digital twin. It's about understanding really where it is that you want to get to uh, with this concept, with this idea, and for what value it's going to bring to your clients at the end. So for us, from, a, from, from, from the outset of a project, from the early point in which we engage with a uh, client, we're going to start asking those questions like, what is it that you want to attribute? What are, what are you trying to get out of the information that is collected, the decisions that are made in the design phase, and how that progresses to the point in which we're handing the project off and the facility is being operated? And those that work within that facility or live within that facility uh, might benefit from that information. So, you know, with that in mind, thinking about kind of the how or the what, there's a number of different things that that come to mind for me. So the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, the, the design team and the design process in which it's being determined, let's say, what technologies uh, and what data might be collected uh, as, as part of the, the building up of the facility and handover of the facility, right? So those design decisions and those conversations early are pivotal. Um, I think as you progress from that point, uh, what immediately comes into view and is a common point of conversation is the model, right? So the building information model, what that represents in terms of data, what, what that represents in terms of information that can inform decisions either in construction or at handover and in facilities operations is a big piece. Uh, Another common example uh, when we talk about digital twin technologies is reality capture. So that could be uh, photography as, you know, simple photography of uh, conditions that existed at different points uh, in either the construction process or again, post-construction. Uh, or it could be as sophisticated as laser scanning, which obviously is going to deliver different data, more accurate data in terms of what physically might be represented or might exist where in the facility and at what point in time. 
So those are just a couple examples that, that I can kind of serve up initially in terms of like what, what are digital twin technologies, uh, at least in the construction phase and how that, that kind of benefits. And you've, you've touched on this a little bit, but can you talk a little bit more about what are some of the problems that digital twins solve in construction? Yeah, so I think for, for us, I, and I'll, I'll use a couple examples that come to mind, uh, just again, through the construction phase. So, you know, there is a physical thing that exists out in the field as construction is progressing, right? There's a physical thing post-construction that exists as well that benefits uh, the digital representation of that benefits uh, in different ways. But through, throughout construction, um, you know, the, the, the opportunities might come in the form of, let's say, environmental monitoring. That's a simple one that, that, that we've tested and explored before. So uh, we have casework that might be going into a facility. Uh, it might be stored there. Ultimately, it's installed there. Uh, the conditions in which that, that casework might, must uh, sit uh, in terms of temperature, humidity, things like that. Um, it has to have, it has to meet certain conditions, you know, or else there's damage and quality issues that result. And so uh, having a more accurate, uh, I'll say, sometimes people say real time. I don't like to say real time because at least we talk about digital twin. Uh, accurate might be, hey, what were the conditions of the job uh, yesterday or last week? Uh, or in this last five minutes. It's really going to depend on the use case that determines how accurate uh, or precise we need to be with the data collection and insights. But in that, in that uh, casework example, uh, having an indication as to the, the current conditions and accurate current condition of the environment is going to be informative for whether or not you know, decisions need to be made. I need to go check that site out or there's nothing to be looked at right now. So that environmental monitoring um, is obviously one example. Uh, another example I had mentioned before, um, you know, the reality capture piece of it um, during the course of construction, why that might be beneficial is understanding as the construction progresses and is as there are handoffs between scopes and between trades, uh, understanding what are those, again, accurate, near real-time conditions that exist in the field that might inform uh, what steps might need to be taken. Hey, materials ready to be taken to that area, or we have a tolerance issue in this area that needs to be considered in terms of how we install a prefab element, right? So those are uh, coordination decisions that if the information is accurate and contextual, that's gonna lead to better operations uh, and better streamlining the process and ultimately better schedule outcomes for the project. Wow, those are some interesting uses. Um, what about, you know, how much of a reality is this in construction? How much are digital twins actually being used? Yeah, so I think it's an interesting question. Um, I'll say, you know, if, if, if you wanna get, uh, some interesting insight into people's perspectives on where the industry is at with digital twins. Uh, funny enough, LinkedIn is actually a really interesting place to go. I'll hand it to uh, uh, a colleague, uh, an innovation leader with, within the industry, Rick Kahn. Uh, 
he, he, he posted a, a message out there on LinkedIn probably two or three month, months ago, just some broad questions about, hey, what is Digital Twin? Where do we feel like we're at? What's the why? And um, it sparked a lot of conversation. You know, there's 100 to 200 posts that, that filled out underneath that one question and a lot of rich conversation, again, a lot of debate. So in terms of you know, where the industry is at. I mean, for one, I think a lot of folks are still in the position of what is a digital twin. <laughs> so that if that's an indication as to where we are, um, I think that uh, in some instances, uh, reflecting back on some of the examples that I suggested, um, there are people out there that can say, hey, I'm, I'm progressing in that digital twin journey in terms of the information that I'm collecting. What I think what I, what I tend to believe uh, in terms of uh, where the industry is at and could be at, the, 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 the utopia of the digital twin, I think, is that there's a, lot of the, there's a lot of data that can be collected for a lot of different use cases. How that information is organized and uh, integrated uh, is, is something that I think no one has yet quite mastered, right? So at the end of a project, we can deliver as built models, we can deliver asset lists that can be, you know, incorporated into a CMMS system. We could have made design decisions that have incorporated smart building technologies into the building. We could do, you know, as built drawings. There's a lot of things that we can deliver that are the foundation for what could be a digital twin. However, I think uh, the uh, integration of those technologies in a way that becomes beneficial, it grows the why, especially on the facilities operations side, in terms of how operations uses it, how the end user might benefit from it. I think that's the piece that the industry hasn't realized yet. And it's a big challenge, right? You've got projects that are anywhere from two, three, four, five years long. And if you think about something as simple as, as like a facilities management system that an owner has, you know, I work in IT for a construction company. There's people that work in IT within these facilities operations, right? So they're trying to make these decisions about, you know, when do I make the, the leap to the next system that's going to benefit my facilities team, like a CMMS system, right? Well, if you've got a five, six, seven year construction project, the questions that you're asking in design in terms of which technologies and which data and things like that, it's harder to lock those things in because technology is changing so quickly over the course of that time frame. And so you have to think about what decisions are the most important to make and at which point in the process, but also paint the vision in terms of that integration and that end state. So I think we're still early in it. But, you know, I think there's definitely some opportunities still out there. And I think there's some companies that are starting to look at this more strategically. Well, that's a really good point about how, you know, during the duration of a project, how much technology can change. Um, let's talk more about the post-construction process and how digital twins are used within that. Because that's different, right, from, the, you know, the BIM and the design build stage. Is that right? Yeah, um, for sure. Right. So I think that, you know, ideally the conversations that you're having early in the design phase with your client, you're engaging specific user groups, which includes facilities operations. And you're saying, hey, what information is most beneficial and important to you and, and why? And so those, those conversations around 
and it's like, yeah, we can all, we, we can throw the term out digital twin, right? As in those early conversations. But I think sometimes that concept is lost on people. It's that simple conversation about, you know, what is it that you are trying to achieve and what data and technology is going to benefit you at that point in the future. So you got to kind of think, think forward, think with the end in mind, right? And think forward with that process. And so um, I think for the, the, the things that you, you hear as being most beneficial, I'd say are, you know, thinking about renovations of a space post-construction, right? So what's the starting point for uh, considering a change in a space? from a design standpoint, and how can you leverage what might've been collected from a design standpoint throughout construction that would benefit you once you start that process, right? So if you have to go back and remodel everything, that's not super efficient, right? So that's that's one uh, consideration is kind of this point at which the, you know, the design is set, the construction is in, but now we need to renovate and we need to change. Um, Another example, which is really kind of advancing towards the, 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 the more full potential of the digital twin is this, this like feedback loop in terms of technologies, let's say smart building technologies implement, implemented into the facility uh, that are providing, again, accurate, does it need to be real time? Maybe not necessarily, but accurate information back to either individuals or potentially even systems that leverage that data and make informed decisions about how best to optimize the facility, right? So lighting systems, you know, HVAC systems, um, uh, really a, a lot of the technology, if we're talking about on the healthcare side, it could be nurse call systems, you know, there, there are a, a whole host of technologies that are going into a facility that stand alone um, are hu hugely beneficial for a facilities operations team. Uh, to, to optimize, to, to reduce or manage cost, but also could inform each other, right, in terms of, you know, shading systems that are automated based on temperature. And so, so I think that the smart building side of what uh, a digital twin could represent is also kind of a major use case on the operations side. Excellent. Wow, that's a lot, a lot of different uses there. Um, and so if, I, if I'm a construction company and I, I want to start taking my first step into digital twin technology, what do you recommend? How do I get started? Yeah, I think it, it's, it's, it's a great question. Uh, and the, the answer is somewhat simple, I think. Um, simple to say, maybe not so simple in practice, but um, you think about um, a lot of the things uh, that a construction company like a McCarthy does. Um, well, first I'd say that like, you know, when, when given the opportunity to engage as a contractor, as a builder earlier in the design phase, that is huge, right? So design build, uh, contract delivery, integrated delivery approaches where contractors are at the table with the architect, with the client, with design assist or design build subs earlier is huge. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I can't tell every company out there to start, you know, contracting in that method that takes expertise from a people and a process standpoint before, before you just start doing that. But for the, for the companies that are doing that, they're in a pole position already. So 
um, recognizing that um, that's the first step is, is just putting yourself in a best position where you can engage and have these conversations early. I think the next thing you can do is start to think about the technologies and the processes where you're already collecting digital data. So whether it's, you know, modeling data, uh, whether it's things as simple as like, you know, submittals and information that ultimately becomes part of the handover process, uh, asset lists, um, commissioning information. So thinking and recognizing that we're already collecting a lot of digital data as it is, and how do we think about, um, how do we engage the owner and the client or even our project teams if we're talking about construction applications? But at least in the case of the owner, how can we engage early and often about, hey, we have this information that we know you're going to want because it's probably in a spec and a requirement. But how, how can we start having conversations early about how that data needs to be organized, uh, integrated, and ultimately fed into the environments and the systems that you're going to be using post-construction. So if you're just having those simple conversations on top of the things you're already doing, the, the client benefits from it, they appreciate it for one, it's a great client experience, but it's going to go further in terms of what they're ultimately trying to achieve from an operations standpoint. Cool. We're going to get cut off, but um, that was awesome, Dave. And um, I'd love to talk to you again about this topic for a future podcast if you're open to that. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's it's 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 evolving, and there's a lot of uh, new information, new technologies, uh, new innovations that are that are cropping up all around this. So it's happy to do that again. Cool. Well, thank you so much. That was really terrific. Well, that's it for today. Thank you to Dave Burns of McCarthy Building Companies for taking the time to talk with us. Tune in every Thursday for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. Be sure to subscribe and share and we'll break more new ground together. Until next time.